节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Charlie Stara, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Premier William Lai has attributed the DPP's setback in local elections last month to governance that did not meet the urgent needs of the public. The economics minister has said the potential U.S. sanctions against Chinese telecom giant Huawei should have only limited impact on Taiwanese companies. And the Ministry of the Interior amended the Social Order Maintenance Act on Friday to cover the spread of false information. But first, today's top story. Premier William Lai has attributed the ruling Democratic Progressive Party's setback in local elections last month to governance that did not meet the urgent needs of the public. Lai was speaking Friday. The premier admitted several flaws on the part of the government over the past two years. He said the administration had been out of touch with the public and had not been able to tackle the spread of false information. Coordination between the legislative and executive branches should be improved as well, he said. Lai said the public is not happy with the economy. He said indicators show that the local economy is quite robust, but several industries are bearing the brunt of transformation, such as agriculture and tourism. While the imbalance between the production and distribution of locally grown produce is a problem that has existed for a long time. The measures previously taken by the government did not work. The government failed to make preparations ahead of time and also did not grasp enough information. There was also no timely attention to farmers' and fishermen's rights. Over the past two years, counties and cities that rely on tourism has lost business opportunities because China cut the number of its tourists as a boycott of Taiwan. Lai said other flaws include the government's handling of issues related to pension reforms, labor rights, nuclear power, and electoral planning. Lai said he and his cabinet will resign at an appropriate time. The economics minister Shen Rongjin said Friday that potential U.S. sanctions against Chinese telecom giant Huawei should have only limited impact on Taiwanese companies. Shen said Huawei engages mainly in building core networks. Given its limited sales to the U.S., the matter will not be a big threat to Taiwanese suppliers who have partnered with other countries, even if Huawei needs to transfer orders to other countries. Shen said, Huawei's chief financial officer Meng Wanzhou was arrested in Canada at the request of U.S. authorities looking into suspected Huawei sanction breaches on Iran. Amid the wider context of the trade war between the United States and China, Shen said the government is poised to help China-based Taiwanese companies to shift their production chains to countries covered by the government's new southbound policy. The policy seeks to boost Taiwan's trade and cultural ties with countries in Southeast Asia and South Asia, as well as Australia and New Zealand. The Ministry of the Interior amended the Social Order Maintenance Act on Friday. The amended law now says that the spread of false information that causes fear could lead to a fine of up to three hundred thousand Taiwan dollars. That's ten thousand U.S. dollars. But a number of local academics say they believe the amendment may restrict freedom of speech. 
Professor Zhang Yongming from National Kaohsiung University, argued on the basis of the principle of prior restraint. He said that while one should be held responsible for a statement, no censorship should be applied before the statement is made. Zhang said the revision could lead to a chilling effect and self-censorship. Su Yen Tu from Taiwan's highest research body, Academia Sinica, said the government could enforce the law in a way that restricts information that is unfavorable to certain political parties. Meanwhile, Professor Shi Zhengfeng from National Donghua University said the revision allows politicians to retract unfavorable statements by calling them fake news. Shi said that in the long run, the revision is a backtrack in democracy. Taipei Fashion Week, the first event of its kind, has got underway. Nearly 80 designs from Taiwan's leading fashion designers will be on display till Sunday. Taipei Fashion Week opened on Thursday at the Taiwan Traditional Theatre Centre. The show focuses on the uniqueness of each individual. The opening ceremony saw Taiwan's art, culture and fashion sectors working together to put on a spectacular show. Models, actors, singers and even athletes took to the catwalk. They wore 40 Taiwan-designed clothes, including orchidure and the latest fashions. There was music, singing, fire dancing, and even scootering at the opening ceremony. Master of Taiwanese opera Liao Qiongzhi was also invited to showcase clothes designed in Taiwan. The culture minister Zheng Lijun said she is happy that Taiwan finally has its own fashion week. Zheng said she hopes cooperation between the government and the private sector will raise the profile of Taiwan's fashion industry. Paula Chow, RTI News. This is Radio Taiwan International. Radio Taiwan International. Any day, any time at english.rti.org.tw. A new virtual reality experience allows users to explore Taiwan's future offshore wind farms in 3D. The system was designed by a department from National Taiwan University, together with smartphone maker HTC, with support from the Ministry of Science and Technology. Wearing a VR headset, the user can wade offshore and explore a working wind farm, before going beneath the waves to explore the seabed and interact with marine life. The Science and Technology Minister Chen Liangji was among those trying out the new experience. He said the 12-minute program would allow the public to understand the issues involved in the government's pursuit of wind power, including its impact on the marine environment. Professor Lin Chen of National Taiwan University's Graduate Institute of Journalism, which developed the system, spoke of its applications for news reporting by placing the viewer at the scene of events. The end of the year is normally a time when employees hold on to their job, awaiting their year-end bonus. However, the job market shows that the trend has changed this year. Online job banks say around 85% of Taiwanese workers are looking to change jobs for a higher pay, even if that means foregoing their year-end bonus. 
A recent law amendment has made prospects more unpredictable for job seekers. The revised Employment Surveys Act says all employers must reveal the salary of an opening, either in exact figures or in a range, if the wage is lower than forty thousand New Taiwan dollars or thirteen hundred U.S. dollars a month. The new law aims to encourage companies to offer more competitive wages. However, many job seekers worry the employers could cut benefits as a countermeasure. On the other hand, senior managers believe the revised law may offer an opportunity for companies to build a reputation by offering good pay. Jake Chan, RTI News. Taipei Zoo is saying that members of the public commonly mispronounce the Chinese names of many of its animals. The zoo said the Chinese name for the Eurasian otter is mispronounced the most. The name has two Chinese characters. The second character should be pronounced ta, but is often read as lai due to its similarity to another character with that pronunciation. Some names were mispronounced because they are direct phonetic transcriptions from English, such as the lynx. The names for the bighorn sheep and the king colobus monkey are also often pronounced incorrectly. It is not uncommon for speakers of Chinese to mispronounce words, especially when it comes to characters that look similar or share similar components. Thanks for joining me for the news today. I'm Charlie Starrer. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. <laughs> <laughs> 